Okay, welcome to the 60-minute yin yoga for cultivating the divine feminine. For today's class, you're going to need two blocks, a bolster, an eye pillow, and a blanket. And you're going to start by resting back on your back in uh, Shavasana for some centering. You can have a bolster underneath your legs for extra comfort. You can pull a blanket up over top of you, place an eye pillow on your eyes, and you can always use whatever you have around you, a rolled up blanket underneath your knees, blank, uh, pillows underneath your knees, whatever you have, um, you don't need the official props from yoga to settle in. This is just a way to transition into our yoga class. So just begin by feeling the support of the earth underneath you. And connecting with your breathing. Feeling the sensations in your body. You may have your eyes open or closed, whatever works best for you. So my intention in this class is to cultivate divine feminine energy through yin yoga postures, which we'll be holding five minutes at a time. We all have masculine and feminine energy within us. And in order to balance our masculine and feminine energy, it really requires some time cultivating our divine feminine energy. It's no secret that most of our lives is spent in our masculine energy, focused on productivity, logic, actions, and results. When we take the time to cultivate our divine feminine energy, we bring the masculine and feminine energies into union. And this gives our action and productivity inspiration. The quiet, still, receptive, feminine practice of yin yoga is a perfect style of yoga to practice cultivating the divine feminine qualities that are already within each and every one of us, whether you are a man or a woman. My intention in this 60-minute yin yoga class is to cultivate the divine feminine by spending five minutes in each yin yoga pose to receive the qualities of the divine feminine. Those qualities we will focus on in this class are being, receiving, feelings, body wisdom, intuition, and creativity.
This class will be inward focused. It will allow you to connect with your innate wisdom and surrender to the healing energy of the sacred feminine that flows up from the earth. So you can check in with yourself and see if this class is a good fit for you right now at this time. Maybe it is, or maybe it's a class that you might want to come back to, to at another time when it feels more aligned with your needs. But if it does feel like this is going to be a good fit for you, then you might want to check in and see what it is that you want to receive from this class and how you want to align with the container that I'm creating for you. Remembering that you are in charge of your experience, that what I'm offering are just suggestions, and that you can always change and modify things. Okay, once you've checked in with your own inner wisdom, with your own inner teacher, and determined what it is that you want to receive in this class and how you want to be in this class and if this class is a good fit for you at this time, then our first suggested pose for this class is a wide knee child's pose. We're gonna be doing it with a side bend so if that isn't going to work for you because of your knees or ankles, then the alternative that I'm going to suggest is to do it on your back with knees to chest and also adding a side bend to your spine so that you can make that adjustment so that you're working so that it works in your own body. If you are going to do the child's pose, you're going to come onto all fours Open your knees wide, and then you're going to walk over to the right side so that you're opening the left side of your body to begin. Remembering that you're going to be in this pose for five minutes. So we want to start our class on receiving the divine feminine or cultivating the divine feminine qualities with the principles of yin. The question is, can we bring these qualities of receiving, allowing, feeling, intuition, body wisdom, and creativity to our principles of yin, beginning with finding the appropriate edge in our pose? So what would it be like 
to listen to your body's wisdom when finding the appropriate edge in your child's pose with the side bend. To listen to your body's wisdom rather than override your body's wisdom's choice with your mind's logic or reasoning. So how is it to receive this pose and allow your body to be in the pose rather than to do the pose with your mind? And how would it be to enter into this pose creatively rather than logically? The second principle of yin is to soften. Softness is in the realm of the sacred feminine. When we soften, we can tune into the flow of chi, to the subtler body, which is part of the realm of the subtle body. It's soft, it's quiet. And you can also tune into the softness of the sensations of your body. So in the realm of the sacred feminine, the intuition, the inner listening, the body wisdom, we need to soften in order to hear those quieter energies. And then we become still. In the masculine expression, we are in action and accomplishing. When it comes to feminine expression, we can be still to receive, to allow, to feel, to be, to open to our own body wisdom and intuition. The final principle of yin is to stay for a while. Here we offer ourselves infinite patience. The feminine realm is the realm of cycles and rhythms rather than linear progress. In the realm of the feminine, things come back around again and again. It's the rhythm of the moon when nights turn into day and back into night again. We can stay for a while knowing that everything cycles back around. Death turns into life and stillness turns into birth.
take a breath. Find a way out of this posture slowly. And you're going to make your way to lie down on your back. So that you can receive the flow of chi, you can receive the posture, you can receive the healing. here we're going to set up the posture on the other side so I'll show the modification first which is knees to chest with a side bend you'd be opening up the right side of your body you could take your arms overhead or hold on to your knees if you'd like to join us in child's pose we're going to be doing wide knee child's pose if it's okay for your knees and your ankles coming into the side bend, opening up the right side of your body here, knowing that you're going to be in this pose for five minutes. So choosing an appropriate edge where you can soften and be still and receive the posture. So the question is when we're in these five minute holds, what can we focus on in our yin poses in a class on cultivating the divine feminine? So there's a number of things that I can suggest to you and you want to check in with your own body wisdom, with your own inner teacher to see what is going to be most appropriate for you. So one of the things that you can focus on in your five-minute holds is your own body wisdom. So you can get curious about the sensations that are arising in your body, not to fix or change them, but to receive their wisdom with grace and acceptance. Another thing that you could focus on in your five-minute holds is the grounding energy from the earth. So your connection to the earth. To use sacred feminine language, you could receive the sacred feminine energy that comes up from the earth. Another suggestion for where you can place your attention in a yin pose is cultivating a sense of connection. So divine feminine is about connection and collaboration rather than competition. So in this class, we know that we are practicing together, we're practicing live, so that there are others that are cultivating this balance of masculine and feminine with us at the same time. 
So others are also cultivating these feelings of being and receiving, of connecting with our feelings, our body wisdom, our intuition and creativity, so we can know that we are not alone in our practice, that we are connected, that we are interbeing in our practice, and you can tap into that sense of connection and collaboration in practice, rather than the illusion of separation. The sacred feminine is the most is is about the yin qualities. So if it's comfortable for you, one of the ways that you can focus is by dropping into darkness. That might be closing your eyes if it's comfortable for you to release visual stimulus. And that supports you in turning inwards if that's something that's comfortable for you. Alternatively, you can open your eyes and ground yourself with visual stimulus. Remember, you always have your choice. My final suggestion for where you can place your attention in a yin class that's focused on cultivating the divine feminine is on receiving. So sometimes we try to block out sounds and this can create tension but if you allow yourself to open to receiving the soundscape to receiving the sounds in the room rather than trying to block them out you can create a sensation of allowing in your body and a sense of openness and being so one of the things that you can do to create a sense of being here now focus and attention in your yin pose is to receive the soundscape of the room, allow yourself to go out further into the in outside of your home, outside of your building, and to receive the soundscape rather than trying to block it out. It creates an attitude of receiving and relaxation in your body. So choose the focus that feels right to you. Okay, so you're going to take a breath. And you're going to find your way onto your back again so that you can receive the yin posture.
And then we're going to go ahead and set up our next posture. So for this one, you're going to need either your bolster or a stack of pillows, something for underneath or uh, blocks, something underneath your pelvis so we can open up your psoas. So you're going to place this underneath your pelvis. You're going to lengthen your legs out and take your arms overhead. You want to feel an opening all the way along the fronts of your hips and your psoas. So both arms are going to go overhead here. You're going to be in this pose for five minutes. Part of cultivating our divine feminine energy is connecting fully with our feelings. Our body will tend to hold tension when we don't fully allow our emotions to be expressed. When we connect with fully feel and allow our emotions to be expressed without judgments, those blockages in our physical Emotional, energetic, mental, and spiritual bodies can be freed. And then this will allow us to connect more fully with our divine feminine energy. So I know many of you are skilled at expressing your emotions, and I would love to hear about the tools and techniques that you have for doing so in the comments. Writing in a journal speaking to close friends, going to a therapist, all give a trusted container where your emotional body will feel safe to express its emotions. And I particularly find it extra supportive to have my feelings witnessed with kindness, without judgment, whether by a friend or a therapist. And one thing I've tried recently is to speak into my front-facing camera this is a form of self-witnessing of my emotions. It can be quite powerful, and then I always have the option of deleting it afterwards. So allowing your emotions to flow will connect you with a source of deep trust with your divine feminine energy.
Okay, so you're going to take a breath. And find your way to come out of this posture slowly. And your back may feel a little tender at the after this, and that's normal. So before we come and lie down on your back to let the chi flow, we're just going to draw your knees to your chest. And then you're going to lie down. Receive the pose. For the next pose, you're going to stay lying on your back, bend your knees, and you're going to cross your right leg, your right ankle over your left leg, and you're going to draw your left leg into your chest. You can use a strap here if you can't reach. You could also place your left foot against the wall here. You can hold on behind your knee if you have knee issues. You can hold on on your shin if that's more comfortable for you. So listen to your own body. See what's going to work best for you. Know that you're going to be in this pose for five minutes. You want your shoulders to be relaxed and dropping towards the ground. And you want your left leg to be bent here in this pose. Your body is your most accurate barometer for truth and wisdom and a beautiful way to connect with your divine feminine. Your body will always speak to you when something is off in your mental, emotional, energetic, physical, and spiritual bodies. First, it will speak to you in whispers. And when we listen to and respond with appropriate action, to those whispers, we're developing an unwavering trust with our wisdom body.
Take a breath. Release this pose from your body. We're going to do a variation on that figure four pose with some options for those of you who find the asymmetry of it not great for your SI joints. So let me show you the pose and then I'll give you the option. You're going to cross your right ankle over your left thigh, take your arms into a soft T, press into your left foot, take your hips over to the right side of your mat and then lower your right foot to the ground so you're in a figure four twist. Okay, if this does not suit your SI joint, if it causes your SI joint to become aggravated, then I'm gonna suggest that you come into a symmetrical twist here instead. Okay, so you need to look after your own body and make a choice that works for you in your body. You're going to be in the twist, whichever twist you choose. for five minutes. So the more we pay attention to our body's message, the deeper the bond will become between your true divine feminine consciousness Many of us are on a healing journey in this lifetime. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. It's the depth to which we can compassionately care for our bodies that is the measuring stick for the success on this journey. Yoga and yin yoga are beautiful practices for connecting with our body's wisdom and for building a loving, non-competitive, accepting, compassionate, present relationship with our body and our divine feminine. Through yoga and yin yoga in particular, we're opening to our sacred feminine energy, allowing ourselves to connect with our inner knowing, listening to that inner voice so that we can deeply nourish our physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual bodies.
You're going to slowly release this posture from your body. When you come onto your back, just take a moment to lie flat on your back and allow your spine to settle. We're going to slowly make our way onto the other side for figure four on the other side. Cross your left ankle over your right thigh. Draw your right thigh in. You have the option of using a strap around the back of the right thigh, placing your right foot against a wall or a piece of furniture. You can hold on behind your right thigh or if it feels okay in your body and you don't have any knee issues, you can hold on to your shin. No right or wrong or better best. You just want to Listen to your own body and do what's right for your own body. You want to feel sensation in the outside of your thigh and into your glutes. You're going to be in this pose for five minutes. So one of the key ways to cultivate your divine feminine is to connect with your intuition. For me, this has been a journey of developing a trusting relationship with my intuition. That means that when my intuition speaks to me to acknowledge it and respond to it in a loving and caring way. What I notice is that I'm often quick to override my intuition with odd logic. Oftentimes, that still quiet voice within will speak to me with a knowing or my body will light up with a pulsing that feels like all my cells are vibrating and my hairs are on end. I know that I need to listen to these cues because they're important messages being sent from my divine feminine. There's often no rational explanation or logic to these messages. Honoring Trusting and acting on these intuitive messages is a big part of building the bond with and cultivating the sacred feminine energy.
Okay, go ahead and release this pose from your body. And feel the flow of chi. We're going to go ahead and do the twist on the other side with two options, depending on your body. You're going to choose the option that is best for your body. You're going to cross. Option one is to cross your left ankle over the top of your right thigh, press into your foot and lower your left foot down onto the floor. Okay. For some people in their bodies, this kind of asymmetrical twist is going to aggravate their SI joint. If that is you, you need to listen to that cue in your body and you need to take a symmetrical twist instead with doing both knees down on the same side. So you know your body best and it's up to you to look after your body. So choose the twist that works best for you and your body. I've given you two options.
Okay, so find a way out of this pose. And onto your back. And you can make your way into your final resting position for Shavasana. You can either place a bolster underneath you, underneath your knees, or a rolled up blanket. You're going to be in Shavasana for five minutes. Continue to rest back to receive your practice here in Shavasana. I'm going to sit up to read you a poem. This poem is called A Few Words on the Soul by Wislawa Zimborska. We have a soul at times. No one's got it nonstop for keeps. Day after day, year after year may pass without it. Sometimes it will settle for a while, only in childhood's fears and raptures sometimes only in astonishment that we are old. 
It rarely lends a hand in uphill tasks like moving furniture or lifting luggage or going miles in shoes that pinch. It usually steps out whenever meat needs chopping or forms have to be filled. For every thousand conversations, it participates in one, if even that, since it prefers silence. Just when our body goes from ache to pain, it slips off duty. It's picky. It doesn't like seeing us in crowds or hustling for a dubious advantage and creaking machinations makes it stick. Joy and sorrow are two different feelings for it. It attends us only when the two are joined. We can count on it when we are sure of nothing and curious about everything. Among the material objects, it favors clocks with pendulums and mirrors which keep on working even when no one is looking. It won't say where it comes from or when it's taking off again, though it's clearly expecting such questions. We need it, but apparently it needs us for some reason too. In your final few moments of Shavasana here, I want to acknowledge you for taking the time to cultivate your divine wisdom, your divine feminine wisdom, for being, receiving, feeling, connecting with your body wisdom and intuition. Gradually allow your breath to deepen. Wiggle your fingers and toes and you can invite some movement back into your body. Bend your knees and roll to your side. Slowly make your way up to seated. We'll start by gathering the fruits of our practice first into ourselves and then offering them out into the world. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Loka samasta sukino bhavantu. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu. May all beings be happy and free, and may the thoughts, words, and actions of my own life contribute in some way to the happiness and freedom for all. So thanks so much to all of you for joining us for this class for cultivating the divine feminine. I thank you all for being here, for liking this video, for subscribing to the channel, and for putting I Cultivated the Divine Feminine in the comments today. Um, I would love it if you would share this with anybody who you think would enjoy the class. 
And if you'd like my 10 days of yoga for highly sensitive people, then you can go to melissawest.com slash HSP. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you being here with us. I'm sending you much love from beautiful British Columbia. May your joy be as deep as our ocean may be as grounded as the old growth trees in our forest. It may be as strong as our mountains. Om Shanti. Namaste.